Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special February series of the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. I'm calling this month Flashback and Fast Forward because we're going to be flashing back to a few of our most influential guests from our five seasons of the Shock Your Potential podcast, along with some tantalizing tidbits about what's to come for both of my companies. Now, if you don't know much about us already, let me begin by telling you a little bit about Shock Your Potential. Shock Your Potential, or SYP as my team lovingly refers to it, really began simply as Sherlock Enterprises LLC back in 2016, right before I published my first leadership book. I was still working in a corporate position then, and I knew it'd be smart to have income and expenses for my book under an LLC, obviously for when I became very rich and famous. (laughs) Things change though, as they do. And a year later, I had a big decision to make. Hmm, start looking for a new job or finally pursue something I really love to do. Speaking and training on leadership and sales, write more books and take all my corporate experience to a new and different level by helping others to excel in their careers. In that time, I found a new publisher, released the second edition of Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees. Publish my second book, Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Okay, yes, these are actually incredibly shameless plugs. I don't care. But I also then formed the actual DBA or doing business as Shock Your Potential, which became my platform. I began to work with speakers, bureaus, and soon I was speaking all over the U.S. and frankly, the world. I was on fire. I loved it. I was so excited and happy. I was doing what I loved and getting paid for it, which is, you know, all the more better. I also at that time added the first two members to my team, both of them based in Kenya, and saw my business grow and flourish. And then, hmm, a little thing called a pandemic. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Today, though, we've revamped, uh, we pivoted, I don't care what you call it, we had to change what we were doing because I was no longer being paid to get on an airplane and go speak and train somewhere. (laughs) And today, my business looks quite different. I still do those things. And actually, thankfully, the speaking and training are coming back, thankfully, in person. I love it. I missed it. But we also now have a variety of other services that we offer for small business owners specifically, Uh, things like podcast management, lead generation, customer service support, and many other things. We also started during this time a second company called Kukwa Biz. And Kukwa means growth in Swahili, which might give you a little indication of the fact that it's a business with uh, people that are based in Kenya that become virtual assistants. They uh, do everything from social media management to acting as only a virtual assistant to helping build websites, kind of you name it. And we match them with small business owners, pretty much like me, all around the world. 
So yeah, the businesses have changed without a doubt since the beginning. And throughout this month, I thought it was time to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing. And we're going to highlight some of our most exciting programs, things that we've been doing, things that are coming up, things that are we're revamping. But we're going to talk about how each one of those things has evolved from the amazing interactions that I have had with my nearly 450 podcast guests. I can't believe it. We are really, well, we're kind of on fire. I'm not going to lie. It's a different kind of on fire than before, but it's wonderful. And today, kicking off this month, I wanted to share excerpts from my interview with Eddie Luisi. Now, he's stage manager at Good Morning America, one of several. And we also lovingly refer to him as stage manager to the stars. I'll tell you what, uh, he has been with Good Morning America for almost the entire run. And I think they're closing on 45 years with the show by now. And I've watched it every one of those years. Um, Now, if you know Eddie, or even if you don't, but you've listened to him or seen me interact with him, you know this. He is an incredible human being. He is genuine. He is, I don't even, there's not enough positive words to describe him. And he's also on a very powerful mission, which we're going to hear about as we look back on my first interview with him. He's also a constant inspiration to me. And especially when I try and increase not only my media contacts, but make powerful media connections that have landed me in media interviews. It's something that I love. I did a a lot of it early on in my career back in some 19 something. I'm not going to, you know, it started with a 19. So y'all know that that was a while ago. And now I'm very fortunate to be doing more of those today, talking about everything from leadership to career opportunities to hiring and sometimes even terminating. Um, and it's it's just been great because I get to learn from him also about what makes a great guest. And this is really important because Eddie and I are actually also working together. He's helping me out uh, as we create a virtual conference that some of you might be interested in. We're interviewing more than 20 guests, many of them well-known media icons, about what it takes to be newsworthy. In other words, what makes that producer, that anchor, that reporter want to call you up and talk to you and hopefully put you on camera? Yes, I know there's lots of other mediums besides camera, but frankly, most people want to be on the television and that's what we're all going for, right? But there's also another good reason for this conference, Uh, not just because it's going to be a powerful uh, message and chock full of great information, but because it also will coincide with when we officially launch a new program from Shock Your Potential. It's called Shock Your Media Potential. Now, you can find a demo version of the website at shockyourmediapotential.com if you're kind of curious. Please don't send me notes about how many things we may have wrong with the website right now. It is still a work in progress, but it's getting there. And by mid-March, when we are officially launching and when we actually run this virtual conference, it will be ready to go. Now, what is it? Well, Shock Your Media Potential will connect media professionals all around the world with expert guests also from all around the world. So if you are listening and you're looking to increase your visibility in that medium of television or video, you know, you want to get some airtime, <laughs> you may want to consider joining our growing community. Uh, right now, you can learn more by sending us an email at info at shockyourpotential.com and reference Shock Your Media Potential in the subject line. So I make sure to see it among all the other 
occasional spam messages that get through our uh, our info at website or email. <laughs> and that way I'll know where you're coming from and what you're interested in. But for now, I want you to enjoy some of my favorite moments from my first interview with Eddie Luisi. Now, even though this was a couple of years ago and I, AKA pre-pandemic, his message and his positivity are still as compelling today. In the beginning of our conversation, as we kick off, we talk about his years at Good Morning America. Okay, frankly, his decades. <laughs> and specifically how his role as a stage manager really actually parallels leadership in any kind of organization. And it's really a great correlation to me that, you know, in order to lead a team well or to execute a show or a company's mission, you have to have the right people in the right positions doing the right things. Let's hear what Eddie has to say about that. I'm so excited about this, me Eddie. Too. Thank you for joining me You're today. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Well, so Eddie, I um, I haven't told you a lot about my podcast, but you know it's called Shock Your Potential. Yes. So I am, even though I'm a business writer and speaker, I like to help people identify how to kind of tap into their own potential, whatever it is. You gonna help me today? Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, I want to know, you know, more about what you're doing, because I think that you operate on a, a way that you look and see potential in yourself and people around you and you really encourage people. Hmm. So let's give a little bit of your backstory. So you are the stage manager at Good Morning America. You have been here. I'm not going to say forever. 33 years. But, and is the show 33 years? No, so, I think it's 40 or... I was going to say, didn't we just have the 40th anniversary? I think so. Isn't that yeah. funny that I know that? Good. Because I've watched Good Morning America since the beginning. Really? Yeah, every day. Wow. Um, every day that I could. Okay. And uh, I don't I don't know why. I just have always loved it. I've loved every, you know, one of the anchors that's ever been on. I like yep. the... I like the fact that the majority of the show is focused on a lot of positive things. Yes. So. Yes. And it's even getting more positive with Robin. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She's, yeah. she's putting some really cool segments in that last half hour, which I really like a lot. Well, and that's something that's really unique, too. I, I think sometimes people um, assume that their businesses or their corporations won't allow them to show sides of themselves that have to do maybe with more spirituality or more mindfulness or you know something beyond this is my job description so right and, and, and a little good news right because yeah. a lot of the news especially the first half hour it's all the boom, bad boom, stuff boom. they meant by i always said somebody should produce a show called good news it doesn't have to be <laughs> christian good news just exactly. good news i want to watch something to be happy you know? i think there was an attempt at that i'm trying to think maybe back in the late 80s maybe okay. early 90s and it was supposed to be a whole television channel that was on it and never went anywhere yeah. which was very disappointing right sure but it's kind of how i feel the other show that i watch pretty religiously is cbs sunday morning because yeah. that's you know all good news for 90 minutes so. sure. but tell me you know let's talk about being a stage manager what what does that entail what is your job on a day-to-day -day basis i mean i've seen you in action well, yeah i was gonna say you saw me so you could answer this <laughs> but my viewers and listeners don't know so as a stage manager and this show because it's such a big show we're upstairs downstairs outside in different rooms there's four stage managers but a stage manager basically is in charge of the set in charge of the stage right and we're the ones that make sure the talent the on-air people are in place the guests are in place cameras, lights, audio. If we have friends or outside people watching like you often come <laughs> in and Robin invites you, make sure you're in the right area, yep. you know, or move people. And then we physically stand by the cameras and do five, four, three, and we give the cues. Um, 
We're basically the eyes and ears of the director because the director's in another room and the director just sees monitors, right? So, right. So we see everything. So Mm -hmm. we could see things that the camera doesn't see and we could, you know, give the, give the director a heads up if there's anything wrong or anything that needs to be done. So it's everything about being able to move through, keep everything moving, keep the right flow, keep people in the right places, doing the right things. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't say that, but thank you. <laughs> well, it's one of the things that I used to tell people, you know, I, I've led some really large companies and, okay. and sales forces. And I've always said, if you have the right people in the right positions doing the right things, you will have the right, right result. Of course. But the critical factor is the right people. Sure. Because if you don't have the right person, it doesn't matter what they're doing. It's not going to work out well. Of course. But if as a leader, you have the right person, but you don't have them in the right position or you don't have them doing the right things, that really falls to you. So it's kind of like every every leader, I try and talk to them about being a stage manager. You know, what are you in charge of and how are you watching? Because if you are in there trying to also be the talent and you're also trying to book the guests and you're also trying right. to make sure. the coffee and you're right. doing all those things, right. you're no longer a manager or a leader. You are in the muck. And even st- there are some stage managers, and, and I've been guilty of it, that you try to do everything. And if there's four of you, you everybody has their own little job, and you have to trust that they do their job. And especially a show like Good Morning America, where it is a top network show. So you have top camera people, top crew, top lighting, top everybody. You have to trust them to do their jobs. And he just has a way with people. The first time I met him, I was so struck by his kindness and his interest in everyone around him. Seriously, over the many years I've been going to the Good Morning America studios, I've seen his kindness play out with audience members. I mean, that's how I met him with cast and crew that he loves and they clearly love him. Uh, I've seen him interact with really famous guests. In fact, guests of all kinds. And through that all, it's just complete kindness and attention that he has. Um, I also have heard his infectious laughter in person, which always cracks me up when I'm in studio. And many, many, many times I hear him in the background while I've been watching Good Morning America from my own living room. And every time I'll text him and say, Eddie, I just heard you laughing in the background. I love it. But in this part of our interview, I ask him about working with famous people and why it's important for him to treat everyone as he says, spiritual beings having human experiences. I know that you've had over the years, you've had some really amazing experiences with what most people consider celebrities, famous people. And I mean, they are, they are celebrities, they are famous people. But at the end of the day, I think that you find situations where they're just normal people too, that happen to have fame or happen to have fortune. So, you know, what, what kind of kind of challenges do you face trying to help them acclimate, you know, into these segments where they have to come in and and literally only have so long to tell their story? You know, you have a whole show to do. How do you help people that maybe are used to being the star of the show help become a part of the show? Interesting. So that kind of talks about cueing the spirit, cue the spirit, right? I try to help them maneuver themselves into a three-minute segment. You know, right now we're chatting for 20 minutes, whatever we're going to chat for. You could be doing a movie and you could, you know, it's a two hour movie or you're doing it for months and months and months. Now you just come in to a studio. It's live. And even the top, top professionals can be nervous. And they're doing an interview where millions of people are watching live. So I try to make them comfortable right behind the scenes. I try, if, if I develop a rapport right off the bat, 
you know, say something funny, say something inspirational, compliment them, you know, um, bring them out. If if some sometimes, you know, the, the actress or the actor might be older, I'll hold on to them, give them my arm. So there's a certain type of respect, a certain type of kindness, a certain type of professionalism that I care. And it's not even like my wife says, when I cue the spirit, you know, I've been on GMA for 33 years and my spirit has been through these walls for 33 years. And, and even though I'm behind the scenes, I've touched a lot of different people from celebrities, from news people, uh, you know, people that had tragedy in their lives and stuff. Sure. And, and, and even just audience people, friendly with audience people. And you just try to be kind, loving, respectful to everyone, mm -hmm. to everyone, no matter how big they are, no matter how popular they are. I'm kind and, and I try to do that. And sometimes in my humanness, I have to think and, all right, I'd be good at this and that. But most of the time, it, it's just a, a normal thing that, that I've developed over the years. Kind of that constant that we're all humans. We're yeah. all human beings. Some, you know, are more pleasant than others. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're all yeah. human beings. And, and the interesting thing, it's not my quote, but um, there's a, a quote that... Um, We're not human beings having spiritual experiences. We're spiritual beings having human experiences. If you meet Eddie, you will become his friend. It's inevitable. I'll tell you, his friendship is a gift. And it's one I'm very, very thankful for. And I think I surprised him when in this segment, I told him the impact that he had on others in my family the first time I brought a few of them with me to Good Morning America. It was about a year ago when I, you know, I've been coming for about, I don't know, a year and a half or so. I've been, I, every time. Really? I think you've been here 10 years. <laughs> I know. I've You're like a fixture. I know. <laughs> You're going to have your own segment soon. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. Let's get that going. Let's I'd get love it going, to. Yeah, yeah, let's get it going. Um, but, you know, about a year ago, uh, my I brought my husband and then my uh, daughter, stepdaughter and her boyfriend. And I was really kind of. I'm interested to see how they'd respond to all this because every other time I've just come by myself right. so I have my own experience and I knew that they were excited to meet you know Michael Strahan and meet Robin and they had great experiences with that whatsoever but the person that we talked about the entire rest of the day that we were here was you Ooh. and I don't know that I Thank told you, you that you, you didn't. but you were just your you welcomed us your energy you were talking to us you were giving us little bits and pieces of information and um, you you know you hugged us when we left and and it was funny because everybody's like oh Robin we loved her oh my gosh she's so great she's wonderful Strahan you know I just loved I can't believe he gave me a hug you know my husband's like he gave me a hug I'm like <laughs> I know but um We just kept going over and over. You know, Eddie is just, he was so wonderful. He made us feel really welcome. And that to me, I think is is where I, I want to share a little bit about why I want to talk more about Friends in the Spirit 111 and Cue the Spirit with you is that you really do have that gift to make people feel comfortable, feel welcome and feel loved. And no matter what you do in, in your professional career, your personal life, that that is something that you can't fake. In addition to his day job, Eddie is driven by his spirituality, whether playing music at church, any church really, writing music, his volunteer work, and more. Eddie knows he is here on earth for a reason and a purpose, and he doesn't care what religion you are, or even frankly, if you're spiritual, or if you practice or not, or what you choose to believe or not to believe, but he believes in goodness, and his goodness comes from faith in God whatever that means to you and whatever it doesn't mean to you. 
It's just what it means to him. He's created several communities that allow people to experience faith together and in support of each other, including several I'm very honored to be a part of. He's passionate about his weekly message to inspire us all, and he does it through something he calls Friends in the Spirit 111. Listen in as I ask him to tell us a little bit more about what that's all about. Talk a little bit about what it is, why you do it, how often you do it, and, and you know what, what calls you to that. So Friends in the Spirit 111 started out as emails Saturday morning, and I have maybe 500 friends, some religious, some spiritual, some not, but I would send out a weekly email and I would basically cut and paste different things that I would get during the week. And then anything that touched me, I would send out. Then I told myself, you know, it's great that I'm touching a certain amount of people, but I want to reach out to more and I don't have more, you know, friends that, you know, than the 500 emails. So I said, maybe I should do it on Facebook. I tried to do Friends in the Spirit because it didn't have a one-on-one. It was Friends in the Spirit. I tried to do it on Facebook. Somebody else had that. So I said, okay, I'm going to add one 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 I was very much into spirituality and numbers, 11-11, when you see certain signs, you know, like, you know, the angels are talking to you or you're supposed to be aware of certain things. But one 11-11 was very spiritual and certain religious people might not like that. So I said, well, I'm going to do one 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 and then some people share that they see one more known as the Trinity. So, mm-hmm. okay, okay, so there, now we have a little religion, a little spirituality. So I start getting my camera, right? And <laughs> dear friends in the spirit, you know, greetings and blessings to Sadie Luisi. And I found out when I start putting videos, because I initially just copy paste and put it on Facebook. So it was just print. And I was getting 10, 20 people. Also, I put the camera there. And also hundreds and hundreds. And now I'm at a point where it reaches anywhere from two to 5,000. But what I also do after I make the video, I, I make a Saturday morning video now. So I compile, I have a little uh, purple folder and I compile things during the week. And then I have some old stuff that, that I have around. And I look through it. And when it touches me, I, I get a theme and then I kind of read different things and I share the week. And, um, you know, a lot of the things I read from are from other people's writings, but I, I state where it's from and then I put in my two cents and I share different things. And that reaches, like I said, a few thousand. But what I also do, I copy paste and I send it to different groups. Mm-hmm. Some of the groups share it, so that gives me a better reach and a lot of people don't. So it's like, okay, God, whatever you want it to do. It's a ministry that I love. I think I'm getting better at it. There are certain people that write back to me that really enjoy it. My niece, Kristen, says it's her family's church. They don't go to church, so this is their church. Um, so, and, and I've learned from Joel Osteen, because I don't know where this ministry is going, right? And, and I, I've been at GMA 33 years. I'm 59 years old. You know, I would love to retire soon. If God wants this ministry to be a full-time thing, or like you, giving talks and, and, and mm-hmm. around the country, I would do it in a heartbeat. I really would. I would, I would put ministry first, but I can't leave my job, and, and, and my wife has some medical issues, so we need medical. So I pray to God all the time. You let me know where you want this to go. You know, if you want it to just be every Saturday, and I have my little video, and we do it, and I touch people, great. If you want it to go somewhere else, then I'm open. I'm open to your will, you know? And I say a prayer 
the prayer Jabez and, and it is a biblical thing but it's oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand will always be with me keep me far away from evil that I might not cause pain Beautiful. and and enlarging the territory is for God right enlarge my territory for you to do your will to do your service to help others on my LinkedIn page, on my business card, I say, Eddie has been honored and blessed to work with many of the best of the best in the business so he could help others. I hope you're enjoying my flashback with Eddie Luisi thus far. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor for the month, which hmm, might just be shock your media potential. Listen in. Are you an expert looking to book more media interviews? Maybe you're a media producer, reporter, or anchor looking for dynamic and reputable guests. We have the solution for you. Shock Your Media Potential is launching March 2022, and it will be the go-to guest booking resource for news outlets around the world. As an expert, we'll build your unique promotional page in our global database and provide valuable resources to help you expand your media connections and opportunities. As a member of the news profession, we will connect you with vetted, reputable guests who are experienced, camera and mic ready, and who will engage your audiences and build your followers. Learn more about how to be a part of the initial launch by reaching out to us today at info at shockyourpotential.com. Together, we will shock your media potential. Eddie always reminds me how important it is not only to count our blessings, but how to bless others, especially when they've done us wrong. Oh boy, I hear his voice in my head often, especially after this part of our interview. And I know that there's many ways that um, that messages can reach people, but right. it, it's, I love it because you have a message that isn't overly religious and it's not promoting a religion. It's just about being a good person, being a good, uh, you know, human being, and as as well as finding interaction with the spirit if you choose. And it's, uh, it's, it's quite a blessing. And so I think for me, it has become my church as well. Mm. Although I typically don't get to do it on Saturday. Okay. I usually listen to it on Tuesdays for some reason when I'm walking <laughs> into town. And okay. I, it's my meditation. It's my church. It's so my Tuesday mornings. I'm going to keep you in my prayers. <laughs> there you go. Thoughts. And it's, it's just joyous. I listened to Saturdays this morning on the train coming here. Um, which is funny about dancing in the rain and enjoying the rain and it's pouring down rain in New York. And do you know, I recorded Saturday and I posted every Monday. I, I, I don't listen to it Saturday or Sunday, but Monday in my hour car ride to Good Morning America, I listen to it. And when I mentioned dancing in the rain, all of a sudden lightning. <laughs> and then two minutes, three minutes later, dancing in the rain, it started pouring. I said, okay, God. You're, you're happy with me. You're giving me an affirmation. Just like with the signs, if you see numbers on yeah. a clock. or Like a lot of people are expecting God, he, she, it, whatever, you know, you call God, divine energy, love. They expect some type of voice or some type of big thunderous thing. And God is speaking to us all the time. God is blessing us all the time. We have to be aware. Our eyes and ears have to be open and looking at different things, looking at signs, looking at people, looking at nature, you know. Um, and I told a story, not not 
this past Saturday, but two Saturdays ago, about a person dying, going to heaven. Mm -hmm. If heaven is up high, and they see this big warehouse, (laughs) and they want to go in there, and and not allowed to go in. But then they eventually go in, they see all these white boxes with the red ribbons. And they're all blessings that you didn't ask for. I, you know, we, we didn't ask for. God wants to bless us all the time. We have to ask for blessings. And it doesn't have to be specific things. But that's part of the prayer of Jabez. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Mm -hmm. And supposedly in those biblical times, indeed is like five exclamation points or bold or underline. (laughs) Bless me indeed. I want to be blessed. And God wants to bless us. And it's about that awareness, you know, about whether or not you are ready to have blessings come to you, to have good fortune come to you. Are you aware of it? And uh, I was thinking about um, uh, several weeks ago, you were talking about the words that we say. And I'm a firm believer of this. What you say becomes who and what you are. So if you say, I am sad, I am angry, I am these things, then then those emotions that are negative, you will seek them out. You will look for other things to validate that that is what you are. Instead of, I am blessed, I am grateful, I am lucky, I am hardworking, I am fortunate. And, you know, those those things that, um, you know, we really, whether it's a spiritual contest context or not, it's about whether or not we are seeking positive to try and bring more positive to us. We all have stuff in our lives. Robin always says, make your mess your message. Absolutely. We all have mess, right? And some people wear it on their sleeves. Some people share it. Some people don't. But you could sense it, right? You could sense when there are certain people that are always in the negative, that are always complaining. Or you could see a positive person when they're having a bad day, right? And I try to just say, always be kind to people. Always smile. Hold the door. Say thank you. Little things for everybody. Yeah, because you never know what they're going through. That's right. Yeah, you have no idea of whether or not that anger or that bad moment was because of something else. One of the things I, I was thinking of, too, is um, it's it's easy, obviously, in New York, Philly, to get frustrated at other at drivers, sure. you know, who want to cut you off, whatever. I, we don't own a car, but just walking in the city is dangerous. <laughs> um, but anytime somebody stops their car to let me go, right. even though they should, you know, I have the right of way of the pedestrian. I, when they stop and they make eye contact, of like, I see you, I'm going to let you pass, right. you are not in danger. Right. I always say, I hope that person has a wonderful day and I hope that great things happen to yes. them. Because they, there are so many people who don't make that choice, but for that person who did, I'm so thankful that they did, they saw me and they, 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 got, they, they were looking beyond a little bit. And the interesting thing, I do that too. I bless people all the time when they do good. But when they don't do good and when they're nasty or they cut you off, I bless them too. But yeah. that's sometimes when you need the blessings more. That is definitely where we right. need it even more because sure. it's so easy then to get sucked down in frustration with somebody else who's done something wrong or nasty. And you know what? If if you get into ministry, okay, so I used to do prison ministry. Mm-hmm. So I used to go in with a, a group of 10 men and we used to go into prisons and do a weekend retreat there. And that's how I started my Fences Coming Down website. But but what happens is you go in there to help somebody else. But then all of a sudden, you feel all this joy and satisfaction, even though that wasn't the intention. Yeah. So it, it's the whole karma, you know, do unto others as, as, you know, as you want. It, it's 
you do good to other people. Not that you want good to come back to you, but it just does. Come it back. just does. It does. Yeah. You give. You buy somebody a guitar. You know something. You know things happen. Yeah. You know, and and I friended you and your family, and now you're saying these kind things to me, and now I'm in your podcast, and I have no idea where this will go, but mm -hmm. I feel blessed and I feel honored that we're chatting, and I feel God's going to do something for my ministry more because of this and, and hopefully my talks are helping you and, and, and good things happening in your life through me also absolutely yeah we, we lift each other up near the end of our time together i ask eddie about what he wants and what he doesn't want from his mission you know sometimes we want something like fame or fortune but what we think we want and actually do want might be different and it can require some reflection to learn the difference Here's what he has to say about it. Let's say I do this. How is that going to change my life? Yes. Like I'm doing these friends in the spirit videos. I have a camera. I'm in my house. It's not impacting my life very much. If I become a Rob Bell or a Richard Rohr or any famous person that Oprah interviews and stuff, Let's say every weekend I'm hopping on planes and giving talks here and there and this and that. Or, you know, there's a celebrity. It's like, do I want that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or do I want to live a, a humble, simple life, help others? Um, I always say, God, if you want to bless me financially, right? I don't need this big million, you know, millions of dollar house and this and that. You know, uh, I want to take care of my family and pay for my kids' educations mm -hmm. and, their, and their weddings and and. You know, so and, and I also pray because I, I remember I'm old enough to remember the Twilight Zones and stuff. And some, <laughs> the originals. Right. The originals. I'm 59 years old. Sometimes you ask for something. Yes. It's one thing. But there's all this other stuff around yeah. that all of a sudden, you know, isn't really good for you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, OK, God, what do you think's best for me and my family? Yeah. You know, and I always pray when I pray for myself and my family, I always pray for my friends in the spirit one one one. I pray for my friends in the universe because you don't know who's out there. Absolutely. Right? And then I also say, and all the people that we come in contact today, because I don't want to just say, if you're not a friend in the spirit, I'm not praying for you. But, <laughs> right. but, but if my friend, if our friends in the spirits come in contact with somebody, everybody that we come in contact with, let us be a blessing to others. I always pray, you know, God bless me. Um, and my family, my friends, this prayer, so we may be a blessing to others. Yes, to continue to expand. Yep. How do you and I don't know how those blessings are, you know, and how they'll pan out and stuff. But um, I love it. Yeah. Thanks. So if people want to follow and they want to uh, become a part of this, they want to see more. You want my home doing. address, my phone number? <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. No. <laughs> Come to Good Morning America, 44th Street, Broadway. Wave to me. <laughs> Which is definitely worth it. Yeah. It takes a while to get tickets sometimes until you get it in. And once you get it in, you're in. Um, but uh, so the Facebook page is Friends in the Spirit 111. Right. That's so my ministry search. page. Mm -hmm. And then the GMA page is Eddie Louisi, I think. L-U-I-S-I. -S okay. And then you could kind of just see whatever I'm doing GMA-wise. Good. And you've had, it has been a real joy to watch all your pictures, the photos that you put up a couple a day here and there of people that, you know, we've watched evolve as well over sure. time and, and some that we've lost. 
Um, some yeah. that are still here, yep. and it's it's that is really fun. It's it's like a, a time capsule for any of us to watch as well. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. Well, good. Well, Eddie, I'm so glad that we had this opportunity because I want to help you be able to expand your ministry as well and be able to have more people see what you're doing because it Thank really you. is it's life-changing and it's spirit-changing. And I know that uh, you have great things. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to know more about Eddie Luisi, and I imagine you do, his links will be in the show notes or pop over to his Facebook page called Friends in the Spirit 111. Since we first aired his interview, he now has almost 2,000 followers there. And if you want to receive an invitation to participate in our free Shock Your Media Potential virtual summit, or you want to learn more about how to be a part of the Shock Your Media Potential community, Again, pop us an email at info at shockyourpotential.com and reference Shock Your Media Potential in the subject line. Thank you for joining me today on this flashback and fast forward. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.